As, as Akash said, that break was that clean break was made so many centuries ago. Um, I think we have to live with that and work with that, but definitely start at that grassroots level going up. Have, like, yeah, and I think to add to that, like oh, uh, <laughs> that was a lot, like an Arunab Goswami panel now, guys. <laughs> Where were you then? The nation wants to know. of the associate nations that we have now is the US, right? Obviously, I think they're in another layer of separation past your Ireland and Afghanistan and, well, we talk about Afghanistan, Ireland, Netherlands, Singapore, Hong Kong, then it's the US. The US has competed against these nations, but for them, this is their stretch, right? And one of the most interesting things about the US, and if you just look this up, none of the players are actually American in the sense that they're either immigrants themselves they're either from the Caribbean, so also immigrants, or they're of, you know, they, they have immigrant parents and have played cricket their whole lives as a result. So what I mean when I say American players is white players, white and black players who grew up here and have never had no experience with the sport through their families. Um, so the, you know, I think the interesting thing about the U.S. is a lot of these players, and even if you look at people like, I forget what his name, Dane Patterson, one of the, uh, the new South African bowlers is going to yeah, move yeah, to the yeah, US yeah. to play, right? So the US Ooh, is seen as this place where nice. you can, yeah, where you can just come and, and kind of start playing if you have any experience before. You guys know Rusty Theron? Rusty Theron plays for the US Also moved to the US. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 so, um, it, you know, the US is, it's one of these like programs that's not built from the ground up, right? And um, I think that's one of the most interesting things to me. And it, it it's good in that it gives people like us opportunity to play at, you know, for us, like club level and college level are basically the same. And in other countries, there's so many tiers of that. In the U.S., it's just club U.S. That's it. You know, if you look at the current captain of the U.S. team, it's Saurabh Netravalkar, who, who's a yeah. Cornell alum. You know, and he played in the same leagues that we all played in now, just two, three years back. So, um, you know, one, one of the things I obviously want to talk about is why the U.S. is the way it is now. And also, is there a way to change that? And do we even want to change it? Well, I'd say that one of the curious things that makes U.S. and its relation to cricket different is kind of if you look at how um, cricket grew into a more organized sport around, I guess, the early 1900s was when England started um, the ICC or whatever the name of it was at that time. Um, and at that point, point it was exclusively for commonwealth nations their colonies um which meant obviously the u.s was not a colony hadn't been for over 100 years so the u.s when you know cricket became a professional organized sport was not really part of that equation and so at an early stage the u.s was kind of in a separate point in the growth of cricket than the rest of the cricket playing nations in the world and, you know, in the 1800s and stuff, cricket did exist here. Um, it's just that, unfortunately, it remained kind of an elitist game that was played, you know, in an amateur setting by rich people. Um, and obviously, that's not good for the growth of the game. But if, you know, when the ICC had started, the U.S. was part of that equation, um, I'm sure things would be different now and that, you know, baseball might not have taken over as the sport of the people over a hundred years ago. Um, we might we might now have um, cricket being a popular sport here, but I think 
unfortunately that um early point in history that uh sort of left us in a separate branch is one key reason why now we you know as immigrants and stuff have to look for ways to um grow the sport here rather than it happening fluidly over 100 years ago you know college cricket is one way that it's really interesting um where college cricket is growing so i think there's ways that cricket can grow in the us it's just a matter of us trying to find how that really can happen yeah and just just on the point of like how cricket could grow in the us from and and i'm going to preface by saying i don't know anything pretty much about the structure of like the american cricket board or how things work in the us but if it's anything similar to like at least attitudes towards other sports it's very college based like so like the idea of having d3 d2 d1 schools for like baseball basketball even soccer like all of these like within the us system there's a lot of emphasis placed on like college level cricket so you come to cricket so you come to college you play your sport and that's how you get recruited to like higher leagues like the nba and the nfl at least that's how i understand it to work um and if that's the case with cricket then it's pretty much going to be a recipe for disaster because you can anyone i can tell you that no one who starts playing cricket at age 18 in college will be ready for anything anything close to like hey. a national level level by the don't, end of don't insult the team who's there no no it's it's <laughs> not the team it's the idea of like playing so if if you start playing in college which at least in my tough experiences when a lot of like american students start playing cricket there's no way you're training towards playing at a at a at a forget national even a semi national level and so the emphasis at least in my opinion has to move away from college to at least sometime earlier when you know all of us started playing when most other cricket players start playing at a younger age yeah um, the emphasis okay. on college cricket in america i think is not going to be conducive to at least exposing the sport to um american nationals who might not a, who might be the first generation cricket players um yeah Yeah I know like I my I have a cousin I have a younger cousin actually who's just like 10 years old and he has been taking cricket really seriously since he was 6 years old he comes to the NCA like once every like once every now and then like in Bangalore to train with like real coaches and stuff like that but that's primarily because he hasn't been provided the fodder to like grow and pursue his interest in cricket as much as like people of his age are in India or like in other countries because like like as soon as you turn like 5 or 6 if you have a passion for cricket because see most of the times like a lot of people start watching cricket when they are 5 6 7 years old they start going for coaching when they are like 7 8 years old and like when they develop an interest from such an early age and there are institutions in place to like harness their interest to foster their interest like they grow to a point where by the age of 18 they are almost ready to play like at the highest level and i feel like so many players play the ipl when they are 16 or 17 years old that it is true testament to the fact that if you play for a good 9 or 10 years as a child you can develop into like a cricketing entity who can play at the highest level but like usa lacks that but i feel like there are like steps being taken in the right direction i feel like the coaching staff today is exceptional because i was just looking at their coaching staff before the podcast like started and they have like i, I don't know i don't know if you guys remember like, you guys remember kyron powell the left handed batsman like yeah. the best in the left handed batsman yeah. he's just 29 years old and he is there and he's there, he's their chief strategist <laughs> Wow. And like Kiran Mohre, Kiran Mohre is the head, like is, is the head coach. Is coach. James Pemman, yeah. James Pemman, the um, the Mumbai Indians fielding coach is also their fielding yeah. coach. 
So they have ah. like a great roster in place, and yeah. they have so many players who have played like at the highest level for other countries for coming in and coming in and playing for them that it's just yep. like moving in the right direction. Sunil Joshi is their uh, coach. Sunil Joshi played for RCB. He's their yep. like he's their spin bowling coach for for the US. Yeah, yeah, and Praveen Amre is the batting <laughs> oh. coach. So not bad, yeah. Just better. That's the it's thing. And the <laughs> other thing I was going to bring up was there is yeah, you're right. College is, and thank God that there's there's definitely some movement away from it. So in fact, my first introduction to cricket in the U.S. formal cricket in the U.S. was through a club. Like that's how I got the idea with you to start and actually start playing again. When I moved out of India eight nine years ago, um, I hadn't played for five six years here, right? And then all of a sudden, I found a club. And, you know, there are clubs now that are, most of these clubs are for people who have moved out of other countries and are either too old or not as skilled as, you know, as to play at the national level. But a lot of them know people who have played for India at either the Ranji level or, or, or the national level. Um, and there's a lot, as you said, Swami, there's a lot of people who um, are, you know, are kind of stalwarts of cricket in many other fields or have been and come to the U.S. now to continue to build a sport now. For example, I'm sure you're all familiar with Steve Buckner. Yeah, he's umpired. He's umpired at one of my my club games. Mm. Wow! So wow. so you know it's there's a lot of these like especially West Indian players as you said, um, and a lot of South Asian players will and even now English and Australian players come here um, and try to find you know this ability to keep moving forward in their game that they may not have had in the countries they came from. But also I'm seeing a lot of these clubs have youth programs where, um, you know, their, their kids or other kids who are interested come and, and they're learning from players who are doing this. So I think that's really where the direction has to go. The problem is volume, right? And if you look at, it's just not institutionalized the way football, um, soccer, basketball are in, in the, the American psyche. You need something that will say cricket is, is as American a sport as anything else. But because, as Akash said, that break was, that clean break was made so many centuries ago, um, I think we have to live with that and work with that, but definitely start at that grassroots level going up. Have, like, yeah, and I think to add to that, like, oh, uh, <laughs> that was a lot. Like an Arunab Goswami panel now, guys. <laughs> I just thought after thought. Anyway, is there, wait, what, what, what did you say, is there? I just had a question for all of you. Um, and if it, if it was, if you were going to, if you were talking to someone who's never played cricket before, um, and they're like six years old, and you would have to recommend whether to start playing hardball, so with all the gear and with all the gloves and the pads and the box and the helmet, which is how it happens in the UK. That's how kids start playing versus you play with a tennis ball, which is how at least I started playing, where you don't need any equipment. You have a bat, you have a ball, you have as much space as you have, be it a room, be it a backyard, be it a ground, and you start playing that way. With, with, the, with the caveat of like, having to actually play hardball cricket at some point in your life. Because at least for me, the technique that I developed in with tape, tape, golf, tape ball cricket um, has helped me play hardball. I don't know what the science is. I don't know what the logic is. But that jump wasn't that difficult to make. But if it's ingrained in you that cricket is the sport where you have these funny looking players and like all of these like protective gears and like helmets and pads, it just, it, it might seem a lot harder than it actually is. Like that's, 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 that's a difficulty we had with like Tufts Cricket Club in its early days of just the idea of how do you get someone to get into a whole new gear and then learn a sport. Which is so complicated. They, Cricket is so complicated. That yeah, cycle. exactly. And like, um, like when and I started playing cricket, I, what? 
No, no, that was, that, was, so, that was a very long question, oh, yeah. right? I wanted to know. How, oh, yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So, I mean, I also started playing cricket, like using a tennis ball. And I remember, so like you start, like at my academy, you would start playing with tennis balls. And then if you perform really well, then you would get promoted to a group where you play with the hard ball. And I, then like, then they would have like a selection. Uh, like, let's say they identified you as a good player, and then you would have a selection. If you did well, you were promoted. I messed up my selection because I was too scared to play the hardball. Like, I, I messed it up on purpose because I was so scared. So, like, I think if you start playing with the hardball, like, at first, you're definitely going to get scared because you're not caring about whether, you, whether you're whether you enjoying the sport or not. You're caring about how, like, how you might get injured. Yeah. Because, dude, honestly, I I still don't, like, I don't prop, like, you wear pads, you wear helmets, but you can't touch it entirely. You still feel scared. When when Sid bowls to me, I still get scared of it. So um, that was I still joke. have I still have marks on my thumb from the time that that Pranav bowled a beamer at me. Uh, my toe is still purple. Yeah. <laughs> so Pranav is talking about how he's concerned about his security and safety, but not about the security and the safety of the players no. he's bowling to. No, 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 no. He saw me whacked it in my shin. <laughs> Oh, all the hits coming. Oh, shit, yeah, I've been hit. That. I've been hit in the. I've been hit in the last five practices that we had before COVID. I've been hit in each one. <laughs> Somehow. So yeah, but like, how do you get over that fear? That's a good point. Oh, absolutely. I think that is by playing more. It's such a complicated sport to even teach to someone. Like, for example, yeah. obviously for all mm-hmm. of us, because we come from countries where it's such a popular sport. It happened more nationally to us, but how do you teach someone a game? How do you debunk? How do you debunk a game which, like, perhaps the only game in the world which doesn't have rules? It has laws. There's an entire <laughs> constitution. Like, there's an entire cricketing constitution. Yeah. How do you like? How do you teach cricket to people like in countries where it doesn't come naturally? That's one of the major challenges. Like, okay, you can have like an you can have a stellar roster of coaching, like of coaching staff. You can have a lot of players like like being ambassadors of the game. But how do you start like? Teaching people that it's not just a sport wherein like you have to kick the ball or you have to like rally around. It's not a sport where like it's not like baseball or anything like that. It's just it's a more like deep-seated sport. It has more like ramifications. I think so, it's interesting because oh yeah, go on, is there? Go 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 for it. I just because of the nature of cricket, where you know it requires more things that come with it, whether it's a pitch or you know gear, um, a proper ball, like. Cricket is different from many other sports in that you can't just go to a field and just say, okay, let's play cricket. Um, because you to actually play properly, you at least need a pitch, right? These kinds of things, um, I think, are one of the factors that make it harder to sort of casually introduce it. And that's why I guess you're, you need some sort of formal introduction and I think it's been hard that there have been youth development leagues in places with a lot of South Asian population, like New Jersey, California, but that alone isn't necessarily enough, you know? And yeah, I guess just the fact that there's so many things that need to come together to properly play, play the sport is what make it hard to spread fluidly. I think that's a great transition in talking about Tufts Cricket Club when because when Akash mentioned that you just can't walk into a space and say let's play cricket. I remember like early last semester, Sid Akash and I tried to go to the gym like you holding like with all our kits in our hands and people were looking at like looking at us as though who has walked <laughs> into the gym? Who's like why are, why are, why are people holding a bag? Why are people like people just looking at us as if we are like aliens like walking into the gym like playing like yeah. with gear which they haven't ever seen before. So like going from like jumping off of there 
Like I'm sure mm. the two of you have seen like TCC grow more than the three of like oh, the more than the five of us collectively oh, have. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we've seen. Was there? Do you want to? Do you want to talk about the first match we played? What we used as a stump? Yeah, so what we did was, yeah, we and not just any dumpster. <laughs> I remember <laughs> this was. I hope whoever lives in that house, I'm so sorry. We somebody there was like the trash had been put out and they had not taken the trash can back in. So one of I'm pretty sure it was Rithik too ran across the street, brought it with him, and then we used it and then put it back at the end. <laughs> so starting at that level, like playing on an <laughs> uneven baseball mound, and it's one of those things that like it seems like cricket is it, it's obviously not in anybody's mind, but and that's the first thing. Like, how do you get people to realize that this is a sport that people want to play? Obviously, baseball seems like the most logical option, but that the grass is too thick, the mound, the ball doesn't bounce. What are you going to do? You maybe you can use mats, but even then, mats are not the real thing. We found a solution in the cage, but the cage is temporary. Also, the bounce is too much; it's too small. So we're dealing with what yeah. we can. You know, we're dealing with what we can, and I think that's also part of the beauty of it. That you know, we we kind of make do, and as long as we're playing the sport, we understand that there there are constrictions there. And I don't, you know, surprisingly enough. In the tournaments we've played and the matches we've lost, I don't think the space and how we practice has been the reason we lost. There have been other factors involved. So I think that, you know, as long as you have people who are supportive of the idea, you'll find a way regardless, you know, and we've had to innovate for sure. But going forward, obviously, it would be nice to have a proper facility. Yeah, absolutely. I think, isn't it fair to say that like one step in the right direction in like college cricket in the US at least would be when you stop playing in like field hockey pitches? Yeah. <laughs> like transition to playing in like full like proper grounds, which I think are ab- are abundant in the US. I'm sure that there are, there is like enough like probably like barren land to make a ground on, right? I'm pretty sure that there is enough land in the US for that to be facilitated, which for some reason it isn't. And if college cricket does pick up in the in the coming years, I'm sure that they can leverage like the fact that college cricket is picking up to do such things to orchestrate such things. Yeah, no. Just to add to um. Uh, these points like I think even before just getting to the point where you're playing against other colleges and clubs it's important to have cricket grow within your own college and what TCC did um, was introduce box cricket right as like, <laughs> like, like, like an activity where, where anyone um, who is interested in it can come and play inside a room no equipment nothing just a bat and a ball and fundamentally that is the easiest most broken down to the bare bones version of cricket as you can in a, in a, at least in the college environment. Um, and that was like the thinking behind box cricket, but even box cricket has its problems. And I experienced this the other day when I was talking about it with someone I'm like, what is box cricket? Like, just like just starting off with the idea of explaining box cricket means you've got to explain cricket. And that to someone who has a limited cognitive attention span is also a challenge. And so something I thought of was um, using the idea of like mini golf and calling box cricket like, I don't know, mini cricket because people understand mini golf to be a very accessible version of golf where you don't need to know the rules to play. And that's what attracts them to them, to to mini golf. I don't know. I was thinking like just, I think a lot of these things have been pretty easy fixes. And so when when I said that, oh, box cricket is like mini golf, but for cricket, immediately... Um, the person I was talking to made the connection that, oh, okay, yeah, sure, let's play tomorrow then. And yeah. that was <laughs> oh, that was a way at least where you could 
think about a way to get more people to start and then worry about having a team good enough to find grounds to play because those are plentiful like 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 i agree that's not a problem yeah. uh, so yeah. many people who are playing like who are playing in tcc now got their start with box cricket right yeah like, oh, just yeah. recently yeah. in the spring the spring the spring some, roster exactly we've had so many players who um, are practicing <laughs> and stuff like that yeah, yeah, Akash, Akash. Uh, even uh, in fact, even Pranav, Pranav, like for the first two three months, never came for practices. Akash and I used to yeah. go for practices. Yeah, Pranav yeah. used to play box with us, and then he felt motivated enough to come and play. Even though we, he knew he's a great player, he never came and joined us because yeah. he was busy with tennis and stuff like that. So he used to never come. He used to never show up. But yeah, just just imagine like if box cricket is like the standard pie, and like if, for yeah. example, like if you have to translate <laughs> like the conventional wisdom of box to like the conventional wisdom of cricket, you'll just have Akash yeah. running in and then bowling an underarm ball. <laughs> <laughs> you'll just have all of those things. Players <laughs> locking the ball into the air, and then Akash runs in and takes a one-tip one-hand catch. <laughs> yeah. No, then Akash yeah, would die for no reason. Then he has to. He just won't do anything. Oh yes, Akash <laughs> yeah. would die for every ball. He would he run into field no every reason. single ball. He'll die. He'll run into. He'll run in for every single ball, but he won't die when he. It's all about the pressure. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure there's still dents in the wall from Pranav's hitting. Like Pranav would would not care if he's playing box cricket or regular cricket. He's another dent in the wall. <laughs> it's insane. That is insane. No, I, that, I always play boundary shots. I didn't like lock the ball. Yeah, sure. Yeah, you know, when we play that. box, when we play box, he actually plays yeah. ground shots. When yeah, we play box, you guys told me. And actually, that's a very good way. That's actually a very good yeah. way to even like teach people like just because I feel like at least from the point of view of batting, the like, grounded shots is something which people can learn from box very easily. And I think that's yeah. the first thing that we are taught. Like when we used to go for cricket coaching, the one like the one instruction we were given is don't loft the ball. Like yeah. for the longest time when we used to go to play cricket, we were just asked to defend the ball. And like at like at first we felt like it's a whack thing to do, but I think box in its own like small way at least like teaches you that it teaches mm-hmm. you like the temperament and the focus that you need to succeed in the game because box is obviously about temperament mm-hmm. and focus, right? Because mm-hmm. it's not it is a game of skill, but the skill is all rooted in your temperament and focus. Because lofting the ball like is something yeah. which we have seen like anybody mm-hmm. can do. Like we have seen Akash, he lofts the ball like with aplomb when we when we play box. But then he doesn't want to back when we play like in the like when we play in the cage, right? So like at least the temperament and the focus is something mm. which can be inculcated like right at the very yeah. beginning when someone plays box. So I think that's a great point that Uzair made. Like bringing box into TCC definitely helped apply to TCC. I'm I pretty agree. sure. Absolutely, yeah. It's also just a yeah. good way. To, uh, and, and yeah. just, and I like your point on how it just improves your game. Like I remember, so I, I never I. I I played in an academy, I think, towards like the end of coming to Tufts. Like, I only joined an academy when I was 17, and I already knew, and I wanted to just play matches. And in my gap year, my like school was over, so I had to join an academy to play matches. Um, and I remember after our first match of the season, when we got like thrashed, um, it was primarily because of usual reasons um, in club cricket: poor fielding, poor running, um, and and so our coaches made us play box cricket for an entire month just because, you know, any good batsman will tell you that it's easier to hit a six than a single and drop, like drop and go. Right. And so just explaining the, the necessity of like knowing how to defend the ball. And then you add that to like running for runs, which we don't do in box cricket, but the beauty of box cricket is you can make your own rules. Um, he, He made us run for each run and we had close, circuit fielding and for a month that was our training like that was our match training 
um, apart from nets and apart from everything else. And so even from like a, so it's, it's great for like from an exposure perspective where you get people who haven't played cricket to come and play with you. It's also great from a practice perspective if you want it to be. And so I'm a big fan of box. Like I, I, I feel it is, it's, it's, it's hard enough to get five, six people to play in a huge ground. Getting someone to come to your room and playing is a lot, a lot more doable, a lot more easier. Right. I remember, like, yeah, mind it also teaches you remember, to like, not be scared of the ball. That is true. Yeah. Uh, that, that's exactly the point I was about to make. I remember uh, when Ishan had come to train us before, like, the tournament last year, he actually made us do the exact same thing. He made, like, two players play in partnerships wherein he was bowling underarm to them, and he made fielders stand in their positions because that would be a great way to just, like, have this, a bit of close circuit fielding and also, like, for the batsmen who are playing in the partnership, it would also, like, build chemistry between them because at the end of the day, like, even if they're not getting, like, the like the exposure of someone coming in and running at them with the ball, at least they're getting, like, the other aesthetics and other intricacies of the game, which, some, which at times are the reason why, like, teams lose matches, right? Like, yeah. as Uzair said, it's very easy for a lot of batsmen to just come up to us and say that it's, that hitting a six is definitely much easier than taking a single. And why is it so? Because mm. when you're hitting a six, you're, if you have the temperament, if you have the ability, you can strike the ball a long way. But taking a single also requires response from somebody else on the other end. So mm. you need to have like a sort of chemistry, even if you've never played with the person before. So like, if you see like people mm. like Rohit Sharma, Shikhar Dhawan, Virat Kohli, after having batted with each other for so long, if they still run each other out, it means that there is definitely something in there which like we can teach people like just going forward. It was just like something that came to our mind. Hmm. And like Sid has been injured because of box. So it's not like playing with the yeah. oh, yeah. ball yeah. means that yeah, exactly. Was and it you who made that shot? No, it was someone else, right? I, I think it was I think it was me, I'm not sure. Actually, no, I think it was Sharan. Aman. I'm not too sure. It was Aman. Aman, Aman, Aman. Aman. Aman hit me in the eye. Yeah. Oh right. Oh right. Oh right. Yeah. And then and then and then and then he was like, okay, now that Sid has been hurt, I'm gonna retire. I'm not gonna <laughs> <laughs> That was insane. That was fun. No, but I remember that's the reason, like, mm-hmm. one of the most fun parts of, like, TCC for, like, uh, Akash and I were discussing this at some point in the first semester, was when we used to play, like, those two or three, like, uh, matches at the end of the, se- like, at the end of our session. Because those used to be really fun because more than anything else, even if we weren't playing with the hardball, even if we weren't playing with a full field setup, at least we got exposure to running between the wickets. At least yeah. we got the exposure, like, to fielding a little mm. bit more, get positioning yourself in the field. So all those things really, really helped a lot. And I definitely remember that one match wherein, uh, Sid got out and I was the last man standing and I hit uh, Jyotish for three sixes <laughs> to finish that match. You Jyotish for three sixes? Yeah, yeah. Two, two, two. <laughs> no, th- two sixes, one four. Two sixes, one four. Dude, I oh, made 16 yeah, runs yeah. in three balls. Yeah. 16 runs of the last yeah. three balls. <laughs> wow. <laughs> to win the match. But those were, the, those were really, really fun times. I feel like practice games definitely help. I just wish we had like a bigger facility so that we could orchestrate this at a higher level. But I feel yeah. like the cage in yeah. itself is also quite adequate because the ball doesn't fly out every time someone like runs no. up hits the ball, right? The facility. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I think going forward for sure, like playing more matches and that's something Uzair and I will have to talk about for sure. But uh, <laughs> getting in touch with other schools and more incorporating match play, honestly, just for fun, like scrimmages would be nice, mm-hmm. given that we're now part of uh, the NCCA and not the I don't, I don't, I don't know <laughs> what Nord is going to look like next, next term. Uh, that is true. We don't. So, yeah. like, uh, it's a distance to get... Well, because I, I <laughs> that's a cricket Soumya plays when he's fielding distancing cricket. Distancing cricket is the cricket I have played. Yeah, Soumya. Yeah, yeah. 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 I see he's like away from the ball. 
no mm. saliva rule as well yeah. on our oh right oh right 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 yeah that is true baz i mean it yeah. definitely affects it but the, the, that's the beauty of boxing that's the beauty of boxing <laughs> it doesn't matter it doesn't matter it doesn't matter right when we were but when we were young as to remember doing this because i used to look uh, look at people doing those things we used to try getting reverse so by doing it in the then in bowling after <laughs> no, but that's the that's the thing, right? Social gatherings are limited to about ten people in the university going forward, yeah. like in the like in the fall semester. That doesn't affect us, like, mm. like while playing box. I think for yeah. the most part, Akash said and I played so much box, like the days when mm. Pranav used to be studying, and even Pranav, Akash said and I used to play so much box. Usually, it was just the four or five of us, right? So it really doesn't affect yeah. our prospects with box. Owen, oh, yeah, that's a good point. If nothing else, we always have box. That's the conclusion of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> Wait no. Okay. So can we talk for a second about this new ICC rule? Yeah. yeah. Do we get to understand how it's going to drastically change fast bowling forever? <laughs> you can. Yeah, there's going to be like. <laughs> like I think this is just like slid underneath the cricket world's radar, and every fast bowler is having like an existential crisis about yeah. how they're going to get this ball <laughs> to reverse. <laughs> Dude, this is going to go back to when like teams used to play four spinners, like when India used to play four spinners and have one pacer. That's going to be it. Like spin bowling is going to be the new, you know, the the new end. Like Pat Cummins is going to be obsolete. <laughs> oh, waste of space. Yeah, and I feel like, didn't didn't the ICC or someone um some like or didn't someone say that they are going to be using some artificial substance? But I just feel like that will become fodder for so much wrongdoing. Like if yeah. if the Sandeep would get whatever to like, happen again. Yeah. Honestly, if any board pulls what like Ian Botham pulled on Imran Khan in the nineties, <laughs> like because because that's what when 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 um when reverse swing started, Ian Botham filed a lawsuit against Imran Khan for cheating. <laughs> a lawsuit, and um, Imran Khan fought that for like seven, eight years. He didn't let it. Oh, God. And he won in the end. But I, 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 I don't know. So if something like that happens with this new substance that they're gonna use to replace saliva, I'm gonna be mad. No, they. You've been seeing like they've been like spraying the balls. I know it's to clean it, but that also like adds. <laughs> like we can move on to trivia now. Because I think we have discussed this a lot. Um, before we move on to trivia, any like last thoughts to share about TCC? Anyone who wants to like chime in, say something which they really love about TCC, what they look forward to, ideas, comments, thoughts. I just can't I wait. Think, to I think we'd like to hear from you three. Yeah. yeah. All I want to do is play. Yeah. Same. I, I think we echo that sentiment. Yeah. We echo that sentiment. I'm tired of playing yeah, cricket yeah. against my wall. <laughs> <laughs> I direct. I direct the pace as the batsman. You know how they used to say Brian Dara used to direct the pace of the bowler. That's what I've been doing. <laughs> I'm glad you're still doing that. Dude. That's how I started playing cricket. Like I, I only had one sister. Never had anyone like to really play with. So apart from like when I was when I was inside the house, it was always just. Yeah. yeah, I should start. I mean, that. luckily, I have like my dad and brother to play with at the very least, right? So we just play in the backyard. But co- that's also company. Yeah, like, I've, we need people I've just to been play. playing box. I've just been playing like wall tennis the entire time. Yeah, I can't be familiar with anyone here. Yeah. Okay, guys. So trivia this week. After looking at how exceptionally Sid performed last week, I have, I have, I'm st- I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw questions at you guys today. The way I bowl, it's gonna be right arm lollipop. It's gonna be very easy. <laughs> there are like six to eight losers in there, and every single question 
I'll be disappointed if Sid is unable to answer. Oh, uh, dude, don't put so much pressure on me. <laughs> See, the thing is, I know these things, but I just in the in the situation. Don't worry, I can't I'll do answer. it for you. No, okay, no, that's the problem. <laughs> so you should be the one person who doesn't answer. You know what you should do? If you know it before me, just text me. <laughs> okay. But then but if like, you get them oh, all right, they'll know. But for fairness, let's keep it. Let's keep a structure to it this week. Everyone just gets one chance. Fine. Okay. Just so you call on okay. people. Call on okay. people to guess. That's it. Okay. Cool. Cool. Perfect. So the first question is okay. Uzair, I'm sure. I, I think you must be knowing this. The last time India and Pakistan played a test match, it was in Bangalore in 2007. Pakistan drew that test match, and um, India won the series one nil. During that test match, Pakistan set a very uncanny record with the ball, and it is yet to be beaten. What was that record? With the ball. Yeah. Pranav's looking it up. Was this? Was no, this? No, no. I'm looking it up. I can't find Pranav, anything. No. Yeah. Wait, was this? I can't find anything. Was this the test match where like all the batsmen scored hundreds? No, no, we, no. Okay. Then I'm out. Then I don't know all the right. answer. Well, you guys get one shot. One shot. One shot. Who next? Uh, Samia, call me. Anyone? Them. Anyone? Anyone? Just uh-huh. like okay, sit, sit, take a stab with him because uh-huh. this is all orchestrated for you. On a, on a side note, it's so sad that the last test match we played was in two thousand seven. Yeah, I, I'm stunned by that. Crazy. Anyway, um, I'm stunned uh, by the fact it? that India won. The the Pakistan squad was insane that time. Anyway, yeah. Um, was it uh, was it the most most number of extras, Samia? Where did you get that from? I mean, just. <laughs> Once, honestly, no, honestly, the language you used broke a record with the ball that's been yet to be broken. Talking about India beating Pakistan in Bangalore, no, it's got to be something. Match. It was a drawn match. The match was oh, drawn. drawn. India no, won no, the no, series. No, India won the series. Yeah, but, but yes, the way you said it was seventy-six extras. Seventy-six extras in a test match. So that's who insane. Is, who is the bowling? Seventy-six guy? extras. Was, was it that was Sami and I would imagine Omar Gul, yeah, Sami. I think Omar Gul, and I think Sami was in the Sami was in there as well. Saeed Ajmal, Danish Canadian, Danish Canadian, Danish Canadian, and um, she would have like a fourth, like Rana Navid type. Uh, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to see who are these four boys. While Uzair, while Uzair does that, another question for Sid. So this one's for Sid. The only, the only player in the history of ODIs to have scored six fours in an over did it in a 2015 World Cup match. Name the batsman and the bowler. In a 2015 World Cup match, uh, was it Brendan McCullough? No, no. So you lost, you lost your chance. The rest of you, Pranav. Um, it's Rhino, wasn't it? No, no. Are you lost? Like you lost your chance. Okay, it's not Rhino. It's not Rhino. Was it? Was it Jinkar Rahane in the team? I'm not saying it's India. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, it's okay. Fa- it's unfair to assume then, India. It would be India with that squad. Okay, I can true. tell you who it was against. I can tell you who it yeah. was against. I can tell you the team that it was hit against. It was against Australia. Against Australia. Akash, mm. you're the only one left. Mm. Um. Bowler and batsman. Yep, it was against Australia. Okay, let's go. Uh, Nathan Lyon and Ajinkya. Nah, that's wrong. Was I want to take a stab at it? No, dude. <laughs> 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 it was. It was. It was Dilshan mm-hmm. against Michelle Johnson, guys. 
No, no, ODIs. ODI. So definitely not... Um, they haven't lost? Is that Robin? 
mean? Like there are I mean, two yeah. there are two captains who have never lost while captaining for India. Um, Akash, you might want to rethink that answer. What yeah, did he say? What, he said Dravid. He said Dravid. He said Dravid. Saurav Ganguly? No, that's not right. Saurav Ganguly was a regular captain, bro. Yeah, so was Dravid. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, it's definitely not mm. Raina if it, the Zimbabwe thing is true. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I think one of them is Sewak. No, that's not right. Oh. Hmm. What about Rahani? That's right. That's one of the answers. Right. Okay. So my guesses were Sewak and Rahani. I didn't hmm. know that. Yeah. The other one's Gambhir. He oh. um, he captained India in an ODI series Gambhir, against captain New India in New Zealand uh, in, yeah. in India in India against New Zealand and we won that series five zero. It was a series in which Yusuf Pathan oh. won us one match with Sarab Tiwari. <laughs> Not sure if you guys remember. That was a very <laughs> fun like fun like a very fun tournament to watch. These and, players uh, who played for us, man. The last question and this is a very interesting one and this was actually like one of the most fascinating like sets of trivia that I have read while researching for this week's uh, for this week's quiz um which peculiar record do ab de villiers and ms dhoni share for orchestrating an act that had never taken place before the first test match in johannesburg on india's tour to south africa in 2013 so they both did the same thing in that test match yep Ooh. can i have okay. a can i have a snap of this were they of course were they um was it the first time that they that two wicket keepers or captains in a test no. match no no did they both bowl the definitely wasn't the first they they did bowl they did they both get out for zero yeah. now they they both bowl sid has gotten five answers right today wow <laughs> sid what's going on actually actually it serves my purpose thank you archit it serves my purpose Oh, he yes. messaged it to everyone instead of just. <laughs> Thank you. <guys. laughs> On your own. <laughs> no, but that was insane. I, 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 I literally took the level of the like not took the level of the quiz down. I, did, I, I, I was busy with other things, so I didn't have the time to like make it as difficult as last week. But Sid did extremely well, which makes me think that for next week, I'm gonna have to dumb it down for Pranav now. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Pranav. <laughs> but, I, I didn't know that these questions were going to be this tough. Like, I'm going to like prepare, like in the absolutely. Yeah, Uzair, they were last week. It was brutal. That's a great way to say that Uzair is going to come back on the podcast. That'd be yes. a success. This is yes. such a success. Be impressive enough. Such a major success. <laughs> but yeah, I'd, I'd love to be back if you if you want me to be back. Thank you so yes, much, man. Thank you so much. And on that note, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's podcast. And I, and I just say this week, but we're going to release an episode almost every other day. But thank you so much for joining joining the podcast today. Thank you so much, Akash, Panav, Sid, Uzair. It was great having you guys. I hope you guys come back next week as well, and we can talk about more interesting things, as interesting as the things we spoke about today. It was a delightful conversation. Thank you so much for coming out, guys. Thank you.